0: And everybody! Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin, and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. Ben, I'll tell you
1: what's popping today. What's popping today? It's it's, it's my tookus. Oh no! no doubt.
0: Oh no! I know this has been a. I felt this so has bad been for a you. All real week. problem.
1: It's been a real problem for me this week. I have. It was. It was Wednesday morning. <laughs> I was at the gym. I was doing some deadlift. And I went to go, went to go lift the weights, and some something just went in my, in just in right there, right there in the 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 right butt cheek. Oh man! I mean, there were just some serious shooting pains going all the way down my leg. And at this point, it just feels like I maybe got like a really nasty Charlie horse. Like I've just got some severe muscle soreness. But I mean, when I say Charlie horse, I mean it feels like a truck hit me in the butt, and it is like i just i'm saying it now because like weirdly weirdly the thing that is the hardest to do is sitting
0: which is such <coughs> uh, no pun intended a bummer
1: it is such <laughs> a bummer you know what pun intended this is the pop you know corny joke accomplished yay Woo! we can check that box right check out that out of the bingo gate. oh my um, gosh yeah like standing is okay um sitting horrible i had to as i was driving to work today i literally had to stop the car twice to just get out and walk around because of the pain of uh sitting in my driver's seat and i was like i was like running i was getting real close on running yellow lights i was like i cannot stop i cannot be sitting any possibly longer like i gotta i'm gonna we gotta we're risking it for the biscuit right now
0: oh my gosh yeah. i mean your your commute is like 15 it's minutes.
1: like 20 minutes yeah so yeah. it's not um it's not tremendous so I am. Uh, I'm just saying it now. So if you're watching and you see me stand up at any point, it is because I'm in. I'm just stretching my butt out, and it it's real painful. Um. Yeah, sitting is hard and you are going on a fun trip this next week. So you're leaving today, which means we're recording a lot today. Yes, it does. which means I'm going to be sitting a lot today. So I'm just I'm I'm gearing up for it. It's going to be great already. I'm going to have to stand. This is going to be a really long day, man. I can already tell you. I know what you talk now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, I I mean, when you I saw you re- wrote into
0: the show notes like that you were you're in such pain at the moment that like you're sorry if you're going to need to stand up during the episode. And in my mind, I was like, we'll get going, we'll start Sort of getting a rhythm. He's not going to like actually find himself unable to. to to sit here. So I I actually am kind of surprised. Like, uh, according to our recording device, we have been we've only been turned on for four minutes and 25 seconds. So (laughs) I'm surprised um, too, Ben. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, okay, Yeah, this is this is definitely going to be a thing. So hopefully, but maybe maybe what we'll discover is that you'll bring a brand new kind of energy. Yeah, this is standing, Um, Jay. Standing, Jay. I mean, at the end of the day, like at some point in time, I made the transition to my standing desk. Yeah. And I do feel like it literally made a difference in my creative endeavor. So, I mean, there is something to be said for the fact you could quite literally be like in better shape at the moment.
1: That, I mean, there could be something to it. Um, it's like the microphone only barely reaches my mouth, uh, as I'm standing up. So I'm having to focus on that as well. And we've got like a weird limited standing space over here. Cause why would we need it ever? Yeah. Um, this has never come up before. I mean, never come I, up before.
0: Well, okay. Okay. Well, so I mean, are you okay? Should I mean, shall we continue
1: or? I mean, yeah, we can continue. We're gonna, we're just gonna have to, I'm just gonna have to deal with it. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what to do. I've never had a problem where I couldn't sit down before for, like, extended periods of time. It it is the most... What was it like when you were laying down? Were you in pain lying down? Um, Lying down was kind of painful, too. I had to lay on my stomach all night. Okay. Um, Yeah, I had quite an eventful, uh, just middle-of-the-whole-night routine here. I was... I went to bed around like 1030 or something, and like almost minutes after lying in bed, I just heard a thump from the other room, and it was my son, Nate, just falling out of bed. Oh, Just no. mid-sleep. I felt so bad for him. <laughs> I had to go check on him real quick, and he calmed out after a little bit. Uh, came back to my room, managed to fall asleep for a little bit, but only until about, um, I don't know, like 230 or something before whatever I was dreaming caused me to like try and sit up in bed. And that really engaged my butt. And it just sent that. It was like I tightened it so much in that moment that I feel like I've been dealing with it since that moment. Okay, Um, but that was okay because I was destined to wake up anyway, because like 30 minutes later, Luke came into my room and he was I don't know what he said. He had some cramps and I was like, me too, boo, me too. (laughs) (laughs) So then he was laying in our bed, but then I'm awake and I'm just dealing with the pain. So I was like, I got to get up and walk around because there's no way I'm getting comfortable again. So I do that. And then he's like, well, if you're getting up, I want to get up. And I'm like, no, you got to stay in bed. We're not getting up. So I'm just like walking around laps and Luke's like screaming at me on the, the ground level of the house like this is this is not how I wanted to be at three in the morning finally got him to go back to sleep um I thought there's no way I'm going to be able to get comfortable get back in bed be in pain and be this awake now and fall back asleep but miraculously I did uh, thank goodness! But um, then Beth got up at like five thirty to go running. So it's been a, it's been a whole eventful night for us. Can we the- just can we just all give Jay and Beth like a round of applause <sighs> oh, for a moment? You. Because goodness
0: gracious, man! Like yeah. I feel like the fact that you I mean you also got to work. I mean right now we are here even before like the rest of the team gets here. You know like to to start our day early so that we have
1: extra time. So like on top of everything else, it was also like an early start for the day. It was, yeah, it was a little bit early, but honestly, it's going to just be like my regular start time here <laughs> moving forward, anyway. Because the really exciting thing that happened this week was that Luke started kindergarten. Luke
0: did start kindergarten. Yes, kind
1: of unbelievable. Uh, very
0: exciting. Like I, this is this is like one of those weird. I think it has like a, a really big ripple effect through the family, where like you know when when. We we like the brothers, me, you and Tyler all started like like reaching certain stages in our life. There was like, you know, like the first engagements and the first weddings and then like the first born child was Luke. And then for like a while, like the whole family was sort of like engaging in all these other massive like first moments that were all very, very exciting and really cool. Um, and I feel like we've we've been in like a little bit of like a space for a little while here where like. Well, there have been lots of other firsts, like the ability to, you know, like ride a bicycle and stuff like that. Like we we I feel like this is this has been like the next obvious major milestone. Yeah. That like all of us are striking.
1: Yeah. Basically, everyone is going to certainly follow suit. But and it's weird to me that like Luke starting school has such an effect on like everyone. It's like, well, Luke starting school. So now I got to talk to our, you know, uh, trainer Gabriel about like, well, I have to bring him. To school at the time of day when the gym usually starts, so either we gotta change times or I gotta not come, and so that you know that affects him because my kid's starting school. Oh right, yeah, that's know. a good point. And yeah. then like I'll be at work a lot sooner now, so it's like, well, I guess maybe we'll start to get maybe maybe I'll have more time to get stuff done. I don't know. There's always that possibility. Always uh, that. The, I mean the the ever the ever elusive idea of
0: being ahead on work something yeah. uh, something that we're always able to accomplish. Whenever one of us needs to go on vacation, or both of us are going on vacation, and then effectively can never accomplish under any other circumstances. I know so.
1: it's it such a weird like mental. It's really like a mental status. It's like if we have the time, we should take more time to make sure the product is good. But if we don't, we just gotta we just gotta go. You know, we'll just have to trust that we did a good job. Exactly, exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it, it is really funny. Like whenever you're trying to like determine like what qualifies as like an idea that is like video caliber. Yeah, and I think that like there are certainly videos that we've made before. Or um, you know, like where if you were to like try to like really like weigh out the hierarchy, or like you know, d- does this like does this topic today like is it is it you know like am I am I crazy? Like yes, oh my gosh, I found like I've unearthed like a brand new um, you know observation or theory or whatever about like a piece of media, and um, I feel like sometimes it is almost helpful to have the pressure of the deadline because what that ultimately does is it's kind of like this is at the moment, what I what I can give this idea is that it's the best one I currently have.
1: Right. It's like, there's no time to fret. We don't have time to fret over it, you know? No, no we fretting. Got, we got to do it. We got to be in motion right now. Deadline is happening. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So that's usually, that's usually how it goes. You, you're seated again. Are you feeling better? I'm seated again. I'm trying some different, like, leg positions to see if that can alleviate some pain. We'll see how long I make it. It's at 10 minutes, 54 seconds right now. So we'll see how long we go before, you know the pain takes over and I need to stand again right now. I think I'm in a position where it's okay. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Okay.
0: Otherwise. Okay. So yeah. So Luke had his first day of kindergarten yesterday. Officially. That's really what got us on this topic. Right. How, (laughs) how did it go? How did he enjoy it? Like what,
1: like was the process good? Challenging? I mean, so uh, yes, all of the above everything. Um, there's been, there was a couple things. Yeah. I felt like I wanted, I was thinking about it more last night. Um, but so yeah, the, the day of, you know, we've sort of been talking about, oh yeah, you're going to kindergarten in a couple weeks. It's like next week. It's like, here's all your school supplies. Like it's orientation day. Like tomorrow's the day, like now it's happening. And you know, he, you know, he like watches cartoons and stuff where like they go to kindergarten and you know, we read books where there's kindergarten. And so he has like a vague idea of, you know, what it's like, and he's been to preschool and stuff, but there's no doubt he could tell like, this is a big thing and so i would say even for like the full week leading up to it he was feeling a little bit nervous a little bit anxious about yeah, it and yeah. stuff which is completely understandable and stuff but uh on on the day of the morning of it was like it was super interesting as a parent to watch him like try and deal with whatever nerves were erupting inside of him because i would say he ran the full spectrum of emotions and was like shifting gears like uh, like literally almost every 20 seconds oh my gosh like he would go from being like really excited to like really angry to just being like really silly then to being like really sad then to be like really nervous and then just like rinse repeat ran the full gamut over and over you know didn't want to go was excited to go wanted to ride the bus hated the bus you know wanted wanted this for breakfast was happy with this breakfast then wanted something else it was just like oh boy we got it we're definitely feeling some stuff um but we got him there and got him uh you know we, we went to the drop-off spot and he was started to get like i don't you know he started getting a little bit like uh nervous there again so we actually had to like pull over and i walked him up to the door and you know he gave me a big hug and i think he was he was maybe crying a little bit but it sounds like once he got back there he did totally great Um, They do a really good job at the school. Like we got like an email like two hours in. I think they know all the parents, especially of the kindergartners are like, like, oh, how's my little boy doing or whatever. They're like, we've been spending a lot of time with the kindergartners this morning and there's been no tears at all. Everyone's doing great. And I was like, oh, what a comforting email. Yeah. It's like, thank you for sending this. This is so helpful. Yes.
0: Oh, my gosh. I mean, I remember my first day of kindergarten. And um, I think that like I I remember, you know, walking in through the door and meeting my teacher, Miss T and, um, you know, I mean, who was, who was just a, you know, like a pure delight. Um, but I think it was like that moment, like where you knew like mom, mom, was going to leave because yeah. I suppose at this point in time we have video footage of dad and and mom following us into the classroom on our first day of school. It's like walk yeah. us to our desk,
1: you know. Yeah, like they had to go all the way in the school.
0: Yeah, all the way in, and and I think it was like the moment like where mom was leaving that like I sort of got like that like frog in my throat, and I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, like they're leaving me here, and I'm about to be alone, and I'm going to have to figure out how to manage whatever is about to come and i think i made it to like the first two hours and we were sitting around like a big foam like square you know like the letters of the alphabet like in like little foam floor tiles yeah 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 and i think they like the the the, misty called on me for something and i remember like that was the moment where like i finally like was like oh my gosh like i can't i can't speak out loud right now (laughs) without like tears coming so like if i can continue to sit here and be quiet i'll probably be fine but the moment i had to like say something it was like oh gosh i'm not gonna be able to do this right that is yeah i do remember that feeling and that's like the that's like the failure point <laughs> um so
1: anyway yeah that was that was i remember my first day of do you remember your first day of kindergarten i, I mean all i definitely remember is like the first like 10 minutes or so because, like, I walked in and, like, thankfully, the, at the school we went to, like, if you walked through the front doors, my classroom was literally straight ahead. Okay. So, it was, like, a very good location for uh, if you were a kindergartner going in. They probably designed it that way on purpose just so that it's easiest for them. Um, but I remember going in and I didn't really know any of the other kids in the in the class that we were in. Um, but, uh, the, you know, people were, you know, playing all over the place. And I just, like, found some little, like, pattern blocks on the on the shelf and I kind of got him out and I was just playing with them on the floor and I just had one kid come up and say, "Oh, can I play with you?" and I was like, "Okay." And then, like a few minutes later, another kid came up and was like, "Can I play with you guys?" I was like, "Okay." And then uh, the three, th- those two people, those two people right there were like my best friends for like the next, you know, seven years. Oh yeah, yeah, so that's that amazing. was it. Was like, whoa, it's you know. So I don't, I don't know if Luke had an experience like that yesterday, where it was just like you know, someone sat next to him and it's like oh, I'm about to change your life forever. You right, 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 right. Yeah, <laughs> like, yep. maybe he did. I don't know. Uh, I don't know yet. Um, but it sounds like he uh, he had fun. He had fun playing with the kids. You know. Um, when something that's a little different is like when we were in kindergarten, I know like mom picked us up from school and, uh, Luke, uh, just, you know, he's riding the bus. So he, I was a little nervous about like, well, how's that going to go? Cause I mean, where we went to school, getting on the bus at the end of the day was like, it was pretty confusing. Cause there was like a bazillion buses. Yeah. It seemed like there was a lot going on for yeah. sure, but, uh, he successfully made it. He got on the bus. He got off at the right stop. Beth picked him up right at the, right at the spot and uh I, everything went great so that was that was really good i was proud of him for just getting on the bus and being able to navigate all of that without like you know us there
0: the, yeah like any any form of like transit that a kid is having to like manage on their own is yeah. definitely like okay okay this is something here you know this is this is like like the like a big layer of of independence where i mean i'm sure there's teachers and people yeah. who guide them to the right bus and make sure they're not going to be sent to you know the wrong area but yeah
1: they've got a lot of they do have a lot of like systems in place you can tell they've really fine-tuned this exact process like you know they get in there and you know they they know ahead of time whether or not he's riding a bus and if he is there's like a little badge they attach to his backpack so that like you know one he's not going to get rid of it or detach it but so that anyone in the parking lot can help him like find the bus he needs to get on and then you know he was even asking me last night like what if I get on the wrong bus and it was like well that probably isn't going to happen because you know the bus drivers will know what kids are supposed to be on what bus and you know, they'll they'll tell you and there'll be people helping you find it. And he's like, hey, but what if I do or they don't notice? I'm like, well, then they'll notice eventually because you won't get off and they'll take you back to school and we'll have to come pick you up. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there yeah. is. There is an eventual solve. to there this situation, is, no doubt.
0: Um, so the other question I was going to ask you is, do you know how you in particular
1: handle nerves? Oh, man. Well, I can tell you that, especially in like elementary school, not well not okay Um,
0: but i mean but like what does it look like like what like what what happens or like do you have like a like a coping mechanism is there like anything that you like do when you are nervous because i feel like now as an adult like i very rarely ever see you nervous like when we like you know are are uh about to go and do like a like a on stage something or another like usually i'm pretty nervous beforehand yeah it's like like I, i i'm usually not like like oh yeah, apart for the course. We're just gonna go talk to some people. No big deal. Like right. you know, it's like I'm I'm usually like feeling it uh, a fair bit. Like like and and I think with that, I'll typically like I'll, I'll usually get pretty quiet. I feel like I'll I'll like search for or like ask for like ask like affirmations. Like you know like we got this right. We got this. <laughs> we got this. We got this. We can do this. We got this. Yeah. Um. You know it's like I, I feel like anything that kind. It's like I always think that like my my confidence is like a like a um. A balloon that you inflated you know like just with air from your human self instead of like with helium and you're, you're trying to like bop it back up in the air you know like a game of yeah. keep it up it's like i feel like a lot of times that's how it's a
1: keepy-uppy a keep what's a keepy Keep keepy up that's keep keeping the balloon in the air oh, that's okay. what they call the game in bluey uh, yeah. oh yeah I mean. it's a great game yeah it's a great game best, great game yeah yeah we listen to a lot of bluey music in the car and there's like you know one or two lines from the episode at like to start the song usually And so the episode for Keepy Uppy, where it's just playing the music from the episode, starts, and and like they walk out, and the mom's like, "Have I got a game for you?" And they're like, "Is it Keepy Uppy?" Yeah, it's Keepy (laughs) Uppies. I've heard that a lot. (laughs)
0: Nice, nice. Keepy Uppy, the game. So anyway, yeah, but uh, but spotlight back on you. Um,
1: Feel feel the pressure, nerves. Feel the pressure, the nerves. Um, that's a good question. You're right. I don't have to deal with nearly as many nerves in like my adult life as. I do, as I feel like I remember having to do growing up. I think when you're an adult, it's so much easier to avoid situations that would make you nervous if you don't want to engage with them whereas like if you're a kid and you have to do a you know a presentation in front of the class there's no avoiding it at all you will have to do it (laughs) yes
0: yes like at some point in time the teacher is going to like going to call your name and you are going to have to stand before the class yeah and and do the thing yeah Yeah. right
1: it's a good point Um, um what's weird is that like while i i like absolutely hated doing that in school i hated having to give like reports in front of the class or presentations or powerpoints or whatever but like as an adult i almost never feel nervous about um, stuff like that and I think it's because like when like whenever we're asked to do anything like that nowadays it's like it's because I'm all like we're you know quote-unquote experts or like very familiar with what we're talking about it's like you know I'm not being asked to go give a report about you know potassium or something yeah you know, it's like people are asking us to come talk about YouTube and it's like you, there's almost nothing you can ask me about my career that I don't know because I've personally lived through it and have experience and almost everything uh, you can be asking. And if I don't, I also just sort of know it's like, well, it's okay to just say, I don't know. That's a great question. Here's, I probably have a tangential answer. I could give you anyway. It,
0: that's exactly
1: right. Yeah. And that, and that, that is like the thing. Like I remember, um, giving
0: my, uh, my, my country speech in world geography in eighth grade I had the 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 nation of Tonga, oh man you know, to yeah. discuss, but like this you're exactly right, like you know going into that presentation, it's not like I'd become an expert on Tonga, where I had a lot of information about this particular nation in my head that i that I for some reason was like, well, this doesn't really make the presentation, but like the I have some cool fun facts about the country, otherwise that I might like i I might throw to you know if asked particular questions or something like that um. So it's it's like, you know, if you get off track, if you get off or away from your index cards at all, then it's like it's not like you can just pick up where you left off with the, the this big pool of knowledge that's floating inside of your head. Right. And I would say for the most part, for me, the way that I go about um, doing stuff like this is that like I have like a. I don't even think that for the most part, my brain lets me genuinely learn the information. For the most part, I am holding it as like a mental cache inside of my head that is like soon to be cleared. Right. You know, it's like it's like by the end of this presentation and by the time I get like my my um, uh, grade for this assignment, like it's gone. It's gone. It's like I don't have a practical use for this kind of knowledge. Yeah. Um, I've thought about this a lot before, like even th- going through the process of like, like, cause Allie and I were like, you know, we're, we're not terribly far off from Addie's um, second birthday. And so we were talking a little bit the other day about, you know, just the, the rigmarole of like pregnancy and like the process of going to like the hospital and like all the various like ins and outs and like all the things that I had like come to know extremely well about, like what it was like to have a child while we were going through the process of having a child. And, um, but like all of those details, like the, like induction and like all the, all the terms and everything, like they're all incredibly top of mind while we were there. Like I knew, I knew while we were going through the process of it, but like now looking back on it, if people were like, Oh, you've had a kid, like, you know, all this type of stuff, it's like, no, I sure don't. I sure don't know all this type of stuff. Like, I know exactly I, I what you mean. I didn't keep any of it in my mind at all.
1: Yeah, like I remember going through like the, uh, the pre-pregnancy or like the, yeah, the pregnancy classes and them telling you like, okay, this is what you'll need to know like on the day of, like this is the breathing patterns and you're right. Okay, okay, this many seconds, this much time between one. All right, that's when we need to go to the hospital. It's like, it's all very present and very obvious and like, you know exactly the feeding schedule that Uh, children should be on and like exactly when they should be crawling and when they should start eating solid foods and it's like you know what i went through that three times and i couldn't tell you at all when you're supposed to start eating solid foods you know Oh, exactly yeah (laughs) yeah yeah.
0: it's like it makes sense in real time as it's happening it doesn't make me an expert on this particular topic right um but i feel like a lot of times like in movies you'll see you'll see characters who are like unexpectedly good with kids or something. And it's like, yeah, I have three nieces, you know? And it's like, it's like, as if that would be absolute qualification to be like truly spectacular in every way with any child of which isn't the one that has the specific
1: parameters that yours does. Yeah. Right. So, uh, actually uh, on this particular note, I felt like there was a, I'm uh, going back to like Luke going to kindergarten this week. I was thinking last night that, like, the entire time, like, getting ready for him to go to kindergarten reminded me a lot of, like, preparing for, like, him being born, where I think so often when you're having a kid, especially, like, your first kid, so much of the time and effort is put into thinking about, like, having the kid, like, the day they are born. Okay. Like... Like, how are we? What are we going to do at the hospital? What are we going to do? And like very, uh, and then I feel like the trap a lot of people fall into is like not thinking you're talking about what to do after the kid is born. Like so much emphasis is on the birth itself that like maybe you've got your nursery, but it wasn't like, oh, yeah, maybe I should have been studying like like how to change a diaper or like burping or stuff like that. Like none of the like actual like raising the kid. It was all about like having the kid. And I felt like as I was um, uh, getting ready for bed last night, you know, I was kind of getting some of like Luke's lunch stuff ready to go. It was like so much of my effort has been thinking about like Luke's going to school. This is going to be his first day. And then I was getting ready. Like, uh, yeah, last night I was like, you know what though? I don't think I, you know, put enough thought into like, I'm gonna be preparing these lunches every night forever, you know. Oh sure, <laughs> you know? yes, right. Like I've, there was a lot of emphasis on like getting him to school. Now I got to start focusing on like he's in school. So that was uh, just sort of like a weird correlation that I noticed uh, there, and it was like man, because you know he's even been going to summer camps and stuff over the over the summer and. I would, you know, you'd sort of fall into, like, a quick little routine. Like, okay, there's a little bit of extra work we have to do every single day to make sure he has, like, a lunch and a snack and a water and gets up and gets dressed and out the door by this specific time. But, like, I only really have to try this hard for, like four days sure, sure. and then we can get back to normal here but it's like no this is going to be the new normal and not only is it going to be the normal but soon nick and nate are going to be here too and that's going to be the real normal for like
0: a very long time (laughs) it's very true it's very true and the thing i think about all the time uh is like the I think for a good, good stretch of, of like my, my high school years and everything, I was extremely good about just like waking up of my own accord and getting ready in the morning and showering and doing breakfast and, and all of that type of stuff. But like the, the earlier years, uh, like, you know, going through elementary school and stuff like that, like where you didn't wake up and shower before school, I, I sleep hard. And like, you could wake me up in the morning and I will be back asleep in three and a half seconds. Like, Mm -hmm. like, I know that you do not have like this, like you struggle with this particular thing where it's like, if something wakes you up a lot of times, you're just like awake. I'm just awake. Um, and I, my new
1: struggle is that I'm awake, but I'm not like popping out of bed.
0: (laughs) Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. That's fair. That's fair. But so like, you know, typically the big thing I think for, for me, was getting me, out of bed Mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. Um, And, and like the thing that I always think about now as an adult and on like the other side of the spectrum and seeing like how Addy's behaviors are, is that like, it's it's a great thing on our end of the spectrum especially now that like Addie will just like sleep in in the mornings yeah you know like a lot of times like if it's like the weekend and we don't need to get up like we can get to like 8 15 and she might still just be asleep
1: miraculous
0: i know it is amazing um however the thought has started to occur to me it's like even as an adult like waking up early is is really not my forte it's not my favorite thing in the world i'm not i'm not i will always get up for what i have to get up for but I I will usually not ever get up earlier than I need to for any reason at all. I mean, why would you? (laughs) Exactly. No, I mean, that's the thing. But, like, you know, there there are plenty of people who I feel like get up in the morning and they have, like, their whole routine. And that routine does not, like, exclusively things that are, like, directly required, like, in getting you from... awaking and exiting the building yeah um it's like you know people do like like do things in the morning on purpose before work um and like you know we get up and go to the gym and stuff like that it's like there's there's certainly yeah. you know that aspect of doing something that before the work starts but like even leaving for the gym i'm not getting up and doing anything other than the necessary things that i need to do to leave for the gym right and, and i try and
1: account for as many minutes of sleep as possible in there
0: yes yeah and so the the big thing though that i'm that i'm curious about especially seeing that like Addie seems like somewhat similar to me in this regard as i'm like what am i going to do when it is my responsibility to make sure that she is like you know on the bus by seven fifteen in the morning or whatever and i too am bad at waking up early but like maybe this will just become the new thing where it's like but you have
1: to because yeah
0: this, this is the have to like, yeah i know it's you like, know. like
1: this is i honestly it feels very much like like this is one of the the weird magics of school where it's like you're not it's like it's You know, I think sometimes like when you're in college, it's, you know, you learn a lot of stuff and you learn, you know, skills for your professional life, but so much about what you learn is just like life, like just, just doing stuff, just being on your own, sort of like having, uh, like, and learning how to exist by yourself. And already you're right. I can already see this like cropping up, like how just like the need to be at school on time is something like I could never... Like without there being like a hard deadline set by someone else, like there's no like there's no driving force between like me getting Luke out the door by a specific time. You know, it's like I, you know, I I am much more willing to like be lenient about it and just be like, all right, just please, you know, we got to we're trying to get over to we're trying to go to nana's for breakfast all right you know <laughs> so right, right, it was right. like we're supposed to be there by 7 30 but realistically if we get there by eight doesn't really matter you know well,
0: yes like th- there will still be food and everybody yeah. will still be happy to see us when when
1: that moment comes exactly not the case of school must be there by a certain time so yeah even just this morning it was like i don't it's like i haven't quite settled into like what is the amount of time luke is going to need in the morning to get ready and get out the door because it was i think it was like 6 55 or something and i was like "He is still asleep at the moment and we need to be in the car driving by like 7 20 so it was like 25 minutes is that enough time to like wake up eat breakfast get in the car and go it's like yes i guess it's enough time if it all goes the way you want it to go right yeah in, in an optimal world which
0: That's the other thing, too, is I feel like this is something about myself is that, like, I think far too frequently the way that I do approach life is through the lens of optimization. Yeah. Like, as if, like, I know that it takes me seven minutes to get somewhere, which means that I will leave when there is seven minutes to go. Right. Between me and getting there. And it's like, if I am late, it's because traffic happened. But it's like, you need to account on some level for the potential for traffic, but it's usually like, no, that was beyond my control. (laughs) You know, like, like (laughs) I know it takes me seven minutes to get here if not for this circumstance, which I know is not the best approach to most things in life. Um, however, I think that it's like, it's like, I want to do so many different things, all the time that like, I ultimately feel like a lot of times this ends up like a being my, my compromise. Like it's the way I'm able to like balance, like being able to get as much done in as many different areas as possible. It's just like, well, I, I, I will, I will, my goal is to not be late for the thing, but I will leave on time for the thing and if i arrive late for the thing then it's probably because of something that like i couldn't have accounted for yeah it's not because you
1: didn't leave on time exactly yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: If, but like most people know arriving on time accounts for that traffic right. that red light you know like the <laughs> right the the road work or whatever you know right that, no that
1: one's ever upset that you were somewhere early. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Although that being said, I had a guy that, so this, this was super top of mind because he was doing work across the street from my house on my across the street neighbor's house. And he does, uh, fencing and his name is John. And he is honestly pretty amazing in every single way, uh, for being the guy who installed your fence. Um, sure. like, you know, his like wife shops at alley's store and stuff like that. Like we, we oddly like keep running into them and in, like so many other like facets of like our world. Um, however, When we were first getting our our fence meeting set up, he had uh, said to arrive for an 8 a.m. appointment, and he arrived at 7.40, and I was like, I am mad at you for arriving early. early." (laughs) I just want you to know, like, 7.40 like 20 minutes before 8am that was too early to arrive 740
1: like he knocked on your door at 740 knocked
0: on my door at oh, 740 yeah, no, like if,
1: if you if you get yeah if, if it's so yeah 8am if you want to arrive at 740 that means you did a good job accounting for the traffic but you should be just sitting in your car waiting mm-hmm. until 8
0: <laughs> yes yeah, yeah yeah but like I mean the the thing about everything about the way that I've interacted with this guy makes me think that efficiency is far and away the most important aspect like, like if you get on if you can get him on the phone which you always can he will be on the phone with you for fewer than 15 seconds that's like, impressive it's like what's the problem the gate okay we'll be there tomorrow bye bye and it's just sort of like you know it's like it's like wow okay okay this guy just like like clearly it's just someone who gets stuff done mm-hmm. um so I, it, it maybe it goes completely counter to my exact argument i just said like i'm i'm trying to get so much stuff done that i that i am trying to run on like optimal efficiency like what yeah. is it what is it what is that like must exit time by in order to like achieve a like on-time or arrival and he's just like i'll just be there 20 minutes early and they'll just deal with it <laughs> <laughs> Like who's gonna be mad at me for being 20 minutes early the answer is me
1: yeah well if it's 7 40 in the morning that definitely seems like it warrants some frustration, Ben. Do you know what is not efficient? Okay, what is not efficient? Sometimes I'm just gonna say it, Ben. Sometimes the um, the Virginia court system is not efficient. <laughs>
0: Thing. <laughs> <laughs> now, what a what a segue! I know. What
1: a what a flaming hot take! Right? Yes, what? Uh, yes, I'm the sure. The courts,
0: the courts are not efficient. Okay, so uh, lay it on me, Jay. What Look, what 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 type of crime have you committed? Well, ben, that you
1: have found yourself in the court system. You'll require. You'll remember that maybe about six weeks ago, or maybe not. I don't know if I told it on the main episode. I got just rear-ended in y- my car.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, I was taking Luke to summer camp slash just come coming to work came up to a red light the guy behind me uh, did not stop and just like crunched into me and i mean it must i mean i don't think it could have been going very fast at all his car looked pretty bad which makes me wonder maybe he was going faster than i thought but my car was fine me and luke were fine i think although i'm not entirely sure it's not responsible for my present butt injury six weeks later and it's you- just been like a slow motion injury happening to me over time that I'm unable to pinpoint the source of
0: it seems like this is possible it
1: does seem possible it does seem possible but anyway not relevant the unfortunate thing about this situation other than being hit and having to go through all like the insurance and all all of that nonsense and stuff um is that I when the officer showed up to like come collect both, you know, both me and the other drivers information had handed my license and my license had expired. So I had not, uh, you know, I just hadn't renewed it yet. And he was like, well, sort of a bummer because you didn't really do anything wrong, but I do have to give you a ticket for this. And I was like, yeah. That's a bummer.
0: Yeah. What I find to be somewhat hilarious about this particular story is that I feel like I feel like under most circumstances, your license wouldn't have expired. However, I do know that your license photo has just the most remarkable image of you from high school. Well, it did. You have somehow managed to all the way from age 16 to... 35.
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: You have managed somehow to keep the same photo on your license
1: yeah that's right
0: it's one of the most it's it is honestly and like I I commend you for this because it is a really cool party trick where like you know you're out like with people who you don't know or whatever or like you know like on a business dinner or something like that and there's like the like if you get ID'd by the person uh, like the waiter there's there's always like the moment or the ability to be like you guys want to put driver's license photo because (laughs) it's like because it's like that's you like like in every single person like there's like a reverse issue where where if your driver's license photo looked like how you look like now and you looked like your driver's license photo, people would be a hundred percent sure that it was a fake. Oh, you think? <laughs> yes i absolutely think so because you got like this like you look like a kid you got really long hair yeah um you know it was a. Uh, do you still have the old driver's license i do still
1: have the old driver's license so maybe we can get a, a photo of it um somewhere yeah for the show notes or for something. the show notes or something yeah it was uh it was it was back in my in my shaggy hair days oh my for gosh for sure and yeah. like, like most people's driver's license pictures i feel like they're not very happy with and i'll say i'm not happy i'm not super pleased with my new one. Oh, my new one's um,
0: truly dreadful
1: yeah i yeah. don't love it i don't love it they angle the lights such that there's like a shadow underneath your ears which makes <laughs> everyone's ears look like weirdly long and terrible and it happened to me and Aw- awfully lobular <laughs> awfully, awfully it's also it's also set for like a 5 8 person and I'm 6 1 which means i have to like just i had to like tilt my head down a little bit just enough to create like a sort of a double chin look on my license which nice. like i don't have right, you know? right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> if you could have if i could have just like just lowered my knee Knees a little, or if I could have seen, I don't know why they can't just let you see what it's going to look like, probably because you'd be there forever and no one would be happy with it. But uh, then maybe everyone would be happy with it. Doesn't matter. My old one was great. Not only was it that I managed to get a smile in when I don't think, I think that was when they told you not to smile. Now they're like, we don't care. Just smile. Okay. I managed to get a smile in and uh, the thing about having shaggy hair is that it doesn't always look fantastic but on this particular day it was looking maybe the best that it ever looked and they a- captured it on my driver's license. It was great and yeah, it looks so different that I look now because now I have like glasses and short hair that I like gel up and this was just like no glasses, hair down almost like to almost to my shoulders. I think like it was a very different looking me. It was very yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it was it was during our
0: like the thing is and this is actually it's always like one of those things but it, it really because it truly
1: doesn't matter either way
0: but like people are always like oh I went with that bieber face and i was like well steve prefontaine steve prefontaine you know? looked like, like you, this you, was pre-bieber
1: okay this predates Beebs.
0: exactly yeah, yeah. yeah so like it's like it's like one of those things but like nobody knows not not nobody but very few people know the reference to the uh you know 1972 munich olympics fourth place finisher in the 5000 meter uh, distance exactly, you know. Like, I don't understand why this isn't like a complete household name for all people all the time and always. All the time
1: and always. But
0: like, you know, we were we were big runners in high school, and this I feel like for me at the very least was who I was modeling my hair after. Definitely not Justin Bieber. Yeah. Um, but so, but like the thing is, is like when I like try to like explain to people who if I don't have like a photo reference on hand, I'm like, yeah, that's what I had like the Bieber hair, and I'm like, mm, now I'm now I'm describing it this way too, right? Just you so know? you get a, an idea, right, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm just trying to give you like the the ballpark something yeah. to work off of. So anyway, the officer is there examining my glorious driver's license uh, and photo and uh, notices that it's expired and he has to write me a ticket for it, which is a bummer because like Man, if I just didn't get hit, I wouldn't have gotten the ticket. <laughs> right, right. It's like, now not only do I have to fix this, but I have to pay this as well? Bummer, bummer. Since then, I've gotten the new license and whatever, so not a, not like a huge... job. I did need to do it anyway because it was starting to be a problem like getting on planes where you need like the new real ID license or whatever. Um, anyway... Uh, I went, finally, I knew I could see on the ticket that the court date was coming up and that I had not paid the ticket ahead of time. And I didn't want to go to court because that's just like a whole, feels like a whole day when you got to go to court. It absolutely Especially does. for something like this. I'm like, I just want to pay it, be done with it. And for whatever reason, I remember even when the officer handed me the ticket, he did not write the amount for the ticket on it. And I was like... I even asked him like how much is it and he's like oh I'm not writing that on there you just have to call the number and find out and I was like that what what do you no why <laughs> <laughs> don't but the the number is going to be frustrating and sure enough man the number is frustrating yeah um you know you just got to sit there and listen to a bazil- just this you know it's just a it's a pre-recorded message listing every single potential thing you could have done wrong in your car um and how much it's going to cost you Right. And I listened to the whole thing and no point did they get to expired license. It'll be this amount. And I'm like, well, wait, why? You said every other thing. They're like, if you want to look it up online or pay it online, you can go to this website. And I was like, oh my gosh, the website's going to be more annoying than this auto-recorded message. And sure enough, it was because it's like a government kind of website and you got to click through a thousand things. And I find, I was able to even look up the ticket and it's like, there it is. I found it. Boom. How much is it? No dollar amount listed. I'm like, Where's the button to pay it? Is this just a record of it where I can't pay it? (laughs) And I go through and I have to like read through all these little like instruction things. And it's like, if you can pay it ahead of time online, it'll be a button right here. And there was no button. I was like, great. Okay. Okay. I'm in the zone now. I've gone through two layers of frustration. We're not that far from the courthouse. I'm just going to go pay it in person. I'm just going to drive down there. It'll be done. It'll be frustrating. I'll probably have to wait in lines, but it'll be done. I go down there. I get an amazing parking spot right in front of the courthouse. Because you always do. You manifest it. I I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I was pretty happy. I was like, man, this is great. I walk in. Literally, nobody going through security. I'm the only one. I have a nice little chat with the guys there. I'm like, thank you guys so much. They send me upstairs. I walk right up to the counter. There's no line at all. I cannot believe it. The woman walks right up, and I hand her the ticket, and then she's like, all right, thanks. And she's like, looking through it. She pulls it up, and she's like, oh, yeah, you can't pay this ahead of time. This is actually a misdemeanor and I was like what what do you mean I can't pay it ahead of time the, the cop said I could pay it ahead of time he checked the box and she looks at him and he goes he did check the box he shouldn't have done that You can't pay this ahead of time you have to come to the court date it's like, no, what it's like dude dude what a bad box to check when you're not allowed to go actually paid ahead of time
0: yeah it i mean that's that that's the type of thing where it's like it's like you just you just lost me hours of my life hours of because, my life because you checked a box
1: yeah but it also like explained why everything else was not yielding an answer the, i guess
0: yeah it's true it's true but this this is it, like it's the type of thing where uh it reminds me of um cronk from the emperor's new groove and he like wakes up in the middle of the night and he's like <gasps> the president of the diner yeah he didn't pay his bill yeah. <laughs> you know whatever. Um but uh I like I wonder if like that like the this
1: particular officer woke up in the middle of the night and was like <gasps> I checked the box. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I hope he did. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, and now I have to go to court next week, which it's so frustrating because like the court the the hearing can only go, you know, two ways. Either I will say I have gotten my license renewed since then, here it is, and the judge will say, "Great um no charges thanks for fixing it see you next time and uh i'll say not if i can help it and we'll have a good laugh or or they'll say <laughs> a good laugh <laughs> or nice. they'll say i'll say here's my new license i've got it renewed and they be like great job uh that'll be 50 dollars. you can pay it at the window and i'll be like yeah Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Tried to three times last week, but whatever. Um, so I don't. I don't know even how much it's going to be. Hopefully, it won't be anything. But now I have to go to court, and I'm so. It was so frustrated that I got. Hit by a car and now I've had to deal with all of this and maybe my butt hurts as a result too. So yeah,
0: anyway. and you have a new photo on your driver's and license. and I have a new photo
1: on my driver's license. Like, so yeah. much
0: for that like conversation starter that I know that we've used on so many different occasions. It's all everything you know. It's all gone now. Yeah, yeah. whatever.
1: That's I too bad. To take a new one. I know.
0: There you go. Well, okay. well, next week we're gonna have to get a good quality update. On yeah, I'll what, tell you
1: what court was like. What
0: was like? What was it like at court?
1: Yeah, yeah. Here, me over here, committing misdemeanors. Anyway, I guess... Popcorn
0: Culture is sponsored by June's Journey. Okay, so y'all know how we love a good easter egg in a movie. It's like the creators are just winking at you from the screen, being like, hey, if you know, you know. Well, to spot these, I often feel like my eyes are on just maximum alert, scanning every little nook and cranny of every scene. But I've got to tell you that June's Journey takes this concept to a whole new level. With a murder mystery backstory, you enter room after room and are tasked with quickly locating specific objects to progress through the story and let me tell you what i assumed i'd be good at this but i must have played the estate parlor room like 10 times trying to clear it faster then there's this whole like customization aspect where you can build out your island as you earn points it starts as like a beautiful estate then you can add gardens fountains walking paths and so much more so find out who murdered june's sister and get lost in the roaring 20s and discover your inner detective when you download june's journey for free today on ios and android Popcorn Culture is supported by Shopify. If you've ever purchased a candle, coffee, tea, or t-shirt from us, then you've actually interacted with our own Shopify store. Now, in case that's not clear exactly what that means, allow me to explain. Coming up with great merch can be a challenge, and figuring out where and how to sell that merch used to feel like just as difficult, until we found Shopify. Shopify is your no-excuses business partner. You can sell without needing to code or design, just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop in no time. Long before I ever uploaded my first video to YouTube, I tried opening an online store for a past business selling aquarium stuff, as you know I did in a past life, and what I came up with was so complicated. It was the major blockade to creating merch for us for the longest time. That's where Shopify's standout feature must be, its user-friendly interface and flexibility. It empowers users, regardless of technical expertise, to create and customize their online stores easily so sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash pop pop that's all lowercase go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash pop pop
1: Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Marvel Strike Force. Okay, so are you guys like me like where you watch the Avengers? You're like, wow. Nick Fury has no idea how to assemble a team. I would make so many changes. Well, with Marvel Strike Force, you can do just that. Because this game is all about engaging in epic battles, strategically assembling your team of heroes and villains to stop the evil Ultimus. But it is really not just about the battles. I mean, Marvel Strike Force offers an immersive storyline, stunning graphics, and a vast roster of characters to collect Select an upgrade from Spider-Man to Captain America, Doctor Strange, Doctor Doom to Black Panther. The entire Marvel Universe is yours to explore. So seriously, it doesn't even matter if you're a hardcore Marvel fan or not, or whether you're just looking for like an action-packed RPG experience. Download Marvel Strike Force now on the App Store or Google Play Store and join millions of players worldwide and unleash the power of the Marvel Universe on your mobile device. Plus, this is kind of the cool thing and maybe why you want to do it like right now is because the Deadpool anniversary event is going on right now so there's like weekly events and bonuses and if you complete each event you receive special awards and skins and all that fun cool cosmetic upgrade stuff and and we have a unique promo code for every new user so please follow the link in our description that's how they know you came from us and use the promo code Maxpool. and once again thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring this episode. uh let's talk about you did you get the boat working for for (laughs) vermont nice i like of vehicular problems
0: vehicular problems that's a good segue as well you were on a roll today for someone who is is struggling with um you know sitting sitting yes yes of course (laughs) that um yeah so no the the hilarious thing that keeps running through my brain is there's that like really famous scene from clone wars where ahsoka's like I'm no Jedi. Yeah. You know, and the one that's been going through my head is way less cool. It's I'm no boat mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's because like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I have been spending, I spent so much time last weekend with, um, My good buddies, uh, Big Steve and Kevin, and we together had, I think, spent, I did the math on it, it combined 27 man hours throughout the weekend, Uh, so, so nine hours with three of us at work, basically, tinkering with the boat and, yeah. and, and trying to problem solve all the various issues. So the the very short version of it was that like I could get the boat in the water, I could turn it on, it would start puttering, it would like drive forward at like a slow speed, less than like you know maybe maybe five six miles an hour or something like that. Um, not even really enough for the the speedometer to like show you that you are like traveling at like a speed. Right. Um.
1: Yeah. You're you're not even causing you you know you're at no wake zone speeds.
0: Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I can keep everybody very happy except for anybody who's on the boat with me who's now incredibly bored um, and every time I would shift the boat then forward and like try to accelerate it would just die without fail all the time and always and so we had gone through I have like looking I I mean I'm actually somewhat proud of myself because you know you're looking at all these like diagrams and schematics online and like this the thing is is that the motor was built in 1973 goodness and so like there's this big like you know question mark over my head as to like whether or not like any Parts are even available for it at all, mm-hmm. and I may have said this before too. But like every time I do find a part, I almost feel like I need to like check out rapidly, as if I just found like a like a rare Pokemon card on eBay that was like listed like under value or something. And it's yeah. like someone else is gonna see this before I hit send on it. But like I bet this is the last replacement part for this motor that, that exists. That exists, you know. And I think what I've learned throughout the process is is that like despite the fact that it is a much older boat, other I'm not the only person in the world who is working on boats of this age so there are parts out there they do exist um well we've gone through we replaced all i mean like the whole engine has basically like effectively been rebuilt at this point in time like if i could find a replacement part for it we we did it we replaced it and in the process of taking the whole thing apart i'm learning just an absolute tremendous amount about like all of this stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Like, like I have to say, like there, there is like this big frustration that you sometimes have, like where, where like you'll meet people who know like a lot of like hands-on abilities or whatever. And I'm just like, when did you learn? Like, what that? Like, what what day of class did I miss? Where like I didn't get the opportunity to be taught this 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 lesson? Right. You know, like why would I know how to do this? And right. It's like, but because it never came up. It never came up. Like yeah. it's not. And that's the thing, though. That's the thing to reassure yourself it's not that this stuff is like necessarily impossible to learn it's just you need to have the excuse to do it yeah which i officially have so now i know what a carburetor looks like so that's there's that booyah yeah high five to myself wow brag Um, much i know know. not to brag but i know what a car so (laughs) i do know what a carburetor this is the good thing about your driver's license not being the same it's like you know if if we're in need of a conversation i'll just be like do you guys know what carburetors look like because i do yeah (laughs)
1: You're gonna be like, I'm gonna go talk to this guy.
0: Yeah, I'm. i leaving this conversation yeah. now. But wait, I was gonna tell you about carburetor cleaner. Yeah, one of the most miraculous. Do you know about stable? <laughs> yeah, stable is a fuel additive that helps keep your engine healthy. Wow. Um, not sponsored. Um, uh, <laughs> but so like, you know, we're going through, we're taking everything apart, we're like, you know, disconnecting all these hoses, we're taking a million pictures of everything to make sure that like when we put it back together, it comes back together in a way that like makes sense and like is not. Um, you know, yeah. like like incorrect or whatever. Yeah, like you're or, not
1: going to put it back in reverse or miss a piece somewhere.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of the above seem incredibly possible. Oh, yeah. When I was taking um, apart
1: my shower, I was like, "I'm boy, the real miracle is going to be if I could put it back together.
0: I know, I know. Yeah, the, the, I. and whenever, <clears throat> I li- whenever I'm thinking about little kernels at home listening to us to a talk about, like, any of, like, the repair things that we've subjected ourselves to over the past couple of years, uh, I'm always like, you're either... D- the same amount or less handy than we are. And you're sort of like, I don't even know what they're talking about. This is all ridiculous. What's a carburetor? Or you are more handy than us to the point where it's like, wow, these guys really don't know what they're talking about. Yeah,
1: there's no in between.
0: Yeah, there's no in between yeah. whatsoever. I would like to know who who and how every person who listens is. It's like, is this over your head or, or under your head, so to speak? Um, but either way, so we go through, we're like, as we're putting stuff back together, we're finding other problems too. So it's kind of like, you know, it's a really really old motor it's been used a lot um but it's it's been really interesting to be like oh my gosh like this hose that connects the fuel line like it it, it has a very clear like rip in the side of it it's like when it comes down to it that could have been the problem
1: the whole time right like you know? oh maybe we thought we were working on this maybe that's the problem
0: yes yeah so but like you know you're going through all this and the big issue is that you're in your driveway so like you don't have a great way to like you know, like w- with your car, for example, if you put everything back together and you're like, "I'm going to see if it works," you put the key in the ignition, you start it, and you can you can maybe or maybe not drive down the street, right? And see if it works. Um, however, with with this particular situation, um, and this is not like a like a clever solution; it's just what people do. But one, if you recall, um, either from my vlogs or the the frozen uh, trivia quiz that we did last year for Super Carlin Brothers, uh, we had these like like stainless steel water troughs that I was using for like ice baths for a long time. Yes. And I also use them in my garden as like the, the raised bed planters and stuff. So I have uh, I had an extra one. And so what we did was we dropped the boat motor in my driveway into one of those and filled it up with water. So once we had everything pieced back together, we literally had the ability to start it and like run the motor in water in my driveway. That's pretty impressive. I know, which was pretty cool. Yeah,
1: I remember getting the video
0: being like, well, look at that. That's fun. It was pretty neat. It was pretty neat. So because the thing is, is that the boat itself needs water to cool itself. Like, Mm. you know, your 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 car has like a radiator built into it. And like the when you're driving a boat, the water that the boat is in is the radiator effectively. Mm. Um, So that's how it stays cool in case you're ever wondering and probably aren't. Um, But uh, so like, you know, we go through the process of like trying to fire it up. Like I'm making like all these like little adjustments. So like, you know, I have like not only are, uh, you know, Kevin and Big Steve, there. But also, like, their significant others and, like, Allie are all there. So, like, we got to have this, like, drum roll, please moment, like, you know, from Christmas vacation where we're right. about to, like, turn on the Christmas lights. And it goes exactly that way. It's like, oh my God. did you check all the light
1: bulbs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah um and uh so you know it doesn't start doesn't start finally i do like a bunch of other things and i finally get it to start and it's like oh my gosh this is incredible like what a breakthrough and then you know like the, the problem is, is i go to like shift it forward to like see if like the propeller will start spinning in my in my my water trough and the second i push it forward it dies and i'm like no i replaced so many things that were visibly broken right how is it possible that i haven't found the solution right yet?
1: like How is it possible that it was running ever now? I fixed like all the things, but not the thing, not the thing. So anyway, you know, like go, go
0: through the process. I like, you know, and basically we're like, like I keep figuring, and this is what I mean by like, I'm no boat mechanic um, because like what I'm doing is like trying to discover things that are broken and just replacing them without any diagnostics whatsoever, Mm -hmm. you know? So like, and, and, and that is really the big stage here. It's like replacing parts, you know, you might have to be careful and pay attention and and all the rest and, like, you know, have a clean workspace and the right tools and stuff. But, like, it is doable. The thing is knowing what to change. Yeah. And so that's... Or even if, like, if you've, like toggled something in a way or like
1: tightened a screw that wasn't supposed to be tightened it's like like most people who know know not to do that oh yeah something like that would be like mind-blowing like I yeah I went through I tightened all the screws like this one actually you're supposed to leave a little bit loose so that there's some uh, room to vibrate for here or something exactly yeah yeah, yeah. like just, just just something something of the sort or or like the screw isn't holding
0: something on it's actually like a pressure release valve or something like that so it needs a little bit of like open, yeah I have no idea um, I'm just trying to invent something that would make Makes sense um either way though finally like go through the process get it all square like i feel like i have it successfully running in my water trough which was pretty cool because then like you know like when you when you crank it forward a little bit it like literally just blasts all the water clean out of the water trough and i was like well that was kind of interesting to see happen yeah Yeah. (laughs) um so dad and i take it down to the lake the other day like at sunset because we're like you know it was during like his lunch hour at work which happens to be like from like seven to nine p.m at night um and we're we're out there and we go through the process and like you know we we like offload it and like you know we're kind of like chugging our way out to like the main area so we can like open it up we push the lever down and the thing freaking goes and it Yay. was like no way! Like, you know, because the big, the big dilemma with all this is that, like, today I'm getting ready to leave for my, my annual trip to Vermont, where I really want the ability to use the boat. Um, And the thing about getting it up there is that it's a 12-hour drive. Yeah. And the big question is whether or not it's worth trailering this thing the whole way yeah. to only have it be, like, a headache while I finally get there. Right, yeah.
1: Like, are um, you just going to drag a bunch of extra gas, like, mileage Yes. for... Exactly no payoff at all. No payoff whatsoever. Yeah, are yeah. driving with a trailer way more stressful than driving without a trailer.
0: Yes. By, by, by such a incredible margin because yeah. every single turn you take every single like maneuver, it's like you have to be thinking about not just your vehicle, but like an entire extra length of vehicle behind you. Um, So anyway, we get out there. Everything's going super great. We're like we're still making like some like on on like an on boat modifications as we're moving forward with everything. And we are getting to like like essentially take the boat out of the water and like in the last like minute and a half, like all of my confidence that I had like filled up in in my like keep it up balloon is like all of a sudden like very quickly draining from the
1: situation because it's like
0: like at high speeds the boat was running great and like it would go fast and straight and no problem but like whenever you're taking the boat out of the water or putting it in the water or navigating like specific areas it needs to be able to go slow right or like if you're like fishing for example you yeah. want to like go and like be near that log you have to be able to like kind of like putter up to the log you, right. don't, you don't approach the log at 25 miles an hour right <laughs> you know like skid stop um, boats don't have brakes by the way in case you never thought about that before um they just sort of stop whenever right. they stop you can throw it in reverse <laughs> yeah you could throw it in reverse that could that can sometimes work um uh, slow it down a little bit however yeah that's the problem so i have no i i can go fast if it's going fast but I have very minimal control over like the uh, the the slow moving speed maneuverability so yeah. anyway I'm planning to bring it um, Okay, <laughs> hopefully it goes well um, and I don't end up spending the entire week this is Alice's big concern she's like she's like I don't really care if the boat doesn't work what's gonna bother me is if you spend the entire week trying to fix it oh yeah and it's like yes oh, that's a good point mm-hmm. that's a good point so I'm trying to like I'm trying to like like bring myself to like a center point and be like you know what there's a line you can't cross like you know, it's like we get up there and it works a little bit. You take advantage of it while it's working a little bit, and if it stops working, it's
1: like you're just gonna have to deal. You're just gonna have the deal. Yeah, it's just like this isn't a boat trip anymore. It's not a boat trip. Or we're anymore. gonna use the other boat or something. Something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. We'll figure yeah. It out. There's that. So, well, you know what? There's this line in the movie Finding Nemo. There's this fantastic moment where. uh they're out at the drop off and <laughs> the um, drop off and uh, Marlon comes and He's like, Nemo, you are you're, t- you're you know what? We'll try next year. This, you're not ready for school yet or whatever. And ne- this is the breaking point. And Nemo goes out and he's like, he sees this like uh, this, this boat sitting on the water and he goes up and, you know, they keep yelling at him to come back. And his friends are like, he's going to touch the butt. And I feel like that's just the perfect pun right now, because as you're describing it, I was like, you know what? My butt and your boat are like the same thing right now. You know? Like I like I you know, I could go walk, no problem. I could even run pain free, but I can't freaking sit down and go slow. Wow. This is wow, wow, so wow. annoying.
0: It is it has been that, that is such a remarkable mm-hmm. and unexpected perfect comparison. It's exactly the same. There's there's yeah, he's yeah. gonna
1: touch the butt. I think I need a new carburetor. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you need a new carburetor. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, guys! Oh, I don't man. think
0: there's a better place for us to close out today's episode than that. Um, the, the exciting thing that I would like to tell you guys about because we've got some we got some fun news on the old horizon, uh, which is that uh, GoFest is once again going to be a thing for 2023. It is the weekend of October 13th and 14th. We will be doing a live episode of Popcorn Culture for free at GoFest on Saturday, October 14th, and if you are Interested in coming to town uh, to Roanoke for the event on the 13th? The night before, we are going to be hosting a um, trivia in-person event at a very cool local theater here in Roanoke called the Grandin Theater. It is like a like a just like a living piece of history. Um, the theater space that we have rented out has 300 seats available, so there is a limited number available. If you'd be interested in attending, uh, tickets for that particular event again it could be the Friday night before GoFest. So you can come. And see two different super carlin brothers like in-person uh performances inside of the same weekend uh links link uh for tickets to that are going to be in the show notes or description down below so be sure to check it out we hope to see you there but otherwise until next time pop pop